Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You were listening to part three of the DC Ember series, episode 117, The Joker. We are featuring Indiana City's Elemental Clown Battle and Flying Monkeys, The Chocolate Manifesto. With your host, Keith. Saf. Pale. Dustin. And we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Welcome. 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 <laughs> Three welcome. Four welcome. It's good to be here. I'm glad I'm getting so welcoming from all of you guys. <laughs> it's good to be here. I'm so glad I'm getting so welcome from all of you guys. <laughs> Shit, don't be doing that. Don't do that. You're, You're not doing fail. that. It's okay. Uh, I don't know if you can tell the difference between our voices. We happen to be twins. I think the joke's more when you're sitting with us than when you can yeah, hear us. So yeah, it's more of a, it's a, yeah, you have to look at us type of thing. We already have a similar voice between the five of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's going to happen. All right, so today's episode, uh, The Joker, this is where I shut up because I don't know jack and shit about The Joker other than the fact that Cesar Romano had the best mustache joker <laughs> out of any of he them. Painted it white. Well, just because he didn't want to shave it. He. It was the seventies and sixties. You don't want to shave your mustache. That was kind of his thing. <laughs> yeah, he did porn on the side. <laughs> That's the joke, guys. Just, just in case you didn't get it, that was the joke. Uh, Start with a little brief history. Yes. The Joker is a fictional supervillain created by Bill Finger, Bob Bill Kane. Finger. And Jerry Robinson, who first appeared in the debut issue of the comic book Batman, April 25th, 1940, published by DC Comics. Credit for the Joker's creation is disputed. Kane and Robinson claimed responsibility for the Joker's design while acknowledging Finger's writing contribution. Although the Joker was planned to be killed off during his initial appearance, he was spared by editorial intervention, allowing the character to endure as the arch arch enemy of superhero Batman. In his comic book appearances, the Joker is portrayed as a criminal mastermind, introduced as a psychopath with a warped, sadistic sense of humor. The character became a goofy prankster in the late 1950s, in response to regulation by the Comics Code Authority, before returning to his darker roots in the early 1970s. It says here that we're supposed to drink a beer now. <laughs> we're already into the beer. <laughs> that's, the that's what I really wanted. <laughs> we have three beers this episode, so I figured we'd get to the beer and then continue with the discussion. Uh, but if you notice that we did talk about Bill Finger and Bob Kane uh, a couple episodes ago when I uh, we were talking about how old uh, Green Arrow is, and I looked up oh, yeah, you were who's older, Batman. Batman or Green Arrow, and just by, what, a summer is the, the age difference. And I did mention Bill Finger and uh, uh, Bob Kane. And I almost said, like, Bill Finger because, <laughs> or Figure, because I couldn't, I didn't think that his actual name was Finger. Finger is <laughs> a weird last name. Yeah. You try to twist it into something like, oh, this is, like, plausible. Finger. <laughs> Finger. It's Bill Finger. <laughs> you don't pronounce the R. <laughs> Fingay. Fingay. I couldn't tell you Fingay. what else Bill Finger is known for, but I've heard Bob Kane's name before. I just don't know, recognize finger any from anything else it's because they took finger off the publishing for the longest time he didn't get credit for batman bob kane got all the credit and it was only in the early 2000s when they finally gave it back to him really yeah after bob kane was already dead he was too too proud of i created batman but he never really gave finger the opportunity to Mm. to bask in the glory of it It was kind of a screw yeah screw job Mm -hmm. bill finger's probably dead too 
Uh, yeah, probably long before. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah, I would imagine. You know, with that guilt and sorrow on his heart. Like, oh, I didn't do my bad. Uh, get any <laughs> Bob Kane gets all the credit. Plus, this is 1940s. So. Yeah. And 49, right? No, uh, 1940. 39 is 39 when Batman, is when Batman came out. 40 yeah. is when they created the, the the Joker, as it says right here. If you would follow what Nobody Keith said. Nobody listens to Keith, so don't worry about <laughs> it. That's fine. I, tried I fo- read, everyone zones out. So. I tried to follow along. What did you got, say? He's got that teacher voice. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this is my first experience being here in the Maker's Mart here. I'm trying to follow along. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I'm guessing I, I still in a couple, struggle, we- so a couple weeks. <laughs> In a couple of weeks, if I'd keep joining, then maybe I will <laughs> join the lot. Get the but... pattern. We'll um, see about that. I'm going to say right now. Are you getting the pattern not joining? <laughs> <laughs> we said the same thing to my wife, and she's kind of a regular now. Yeah, she's been on 10 episodes at least. Yeah. She's figuring it out. Just finally got her to join Apt- Untapped the last time she was on. So. I know. Yeah. So, do you have Untapped? No. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> that changes today. It <laughs> will change today. You like drinking beer? Uh, yes. All right, then you're getting untapped. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump over to that beer that we're talking about. And untap it. Yeah. I grabbed this beer uh, when I was in Indiana City. My brother was down visiting. Not you. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we went to Indiana City kind of for like a, a bachelor party, but not really because it was just me and my wife and him. And uh, we're at Indiana City. And cool bachelor party. I know. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the only one bachelor there. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was the only bachelor there. My wife planned it. I couldn't help it. Go, Rondell Moore. Go. Um, so we were just hanging out, and I saw this, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll drink it. And Andrew was like, hey, can you uh, get some for me? Because their their cans are awesome, and... Like the last yeah. two in the series, because it's like part of this doodle series with the sumo. Yeah, it's like some art and, thing. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I got a uh, four pack from him, and then we traded, and I drank the sumo stuff, and he got these, and I didn't think he was actually going to save them, but now we have them. <laughs> so we're going to take a mini break right here. That was a long uh, outro to a break, but we do have Indiana City Brewing's Elemental Clown DDHIPA. Yay, exposition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, double dry hop. Get off the show. Jesus interrupting me. Break time. That's what we do. We interrupt Dustin. <laughs> if you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. What's up, everyone? My name is Matt. And my name is Kate. And we are your hosts of the Craft House Cinema Podcast. Craft House Cinema celebrates all of the history, people, places, fuck-ups, and triumphs that go into the production of two of the world's greatest art forms, beer and movies. We also love hearing from you. Follow us on Instagram at Craft House Cinema to join the discussion. So crack open a cold one, watch some good movies, and hang out with us. On the Craft House Cinema Podcast. All right, as Dustin said before the break, we have our in beer from Indiana City Brewing Company, the Elemental Clown Double Dry Hopped IPA. The can release, apparently, August 18th at Indiana City. Mm-hmm. This is release number six in Indiana City's Craft Brew Doodle Crew Hazy IPA series, and it is Elemental Clown Battle. 
dry, double dry hopped IPA coming in at 7.5% ABV. And the hops used, we have Cascade, Citrus Syro, El Dorado, and Mosaic Syro. And that's on there twice. <laughs> and I don't think we've really talked much about Indiana City, so I'll give a brief history here. In the summer of 2013, they began brewing high-quality handcrafted ales in the pre-Prohibition era bottling house on downtown Indianapolis's east side. Since then, they've released more than 30 unique small-batch beers, launched a series of bourbon barrel-aged beers, and won statewide brewing awards. Our brewery tap room is a place for the craft beer loving community to come together and for local artists to display their work, to perform, and to collaborate. Their seasonal and special release beers are available on draft and in limited release bottles and cans. Indiana City Beer can be found on tap and on shelves at select locations around Indy. They take great pride in Indianapolis and work hard every day to add to the growing beer scene found here. That is true. It's like every week. Yeah, this is number six. I think they've had at least two since then because I know the Cronenberg creatures and Which there's like good. a mythical apothecary or something was Which recent. Was good. Yeah, they're both good. <laughs> and the perks of living down in the area. <laughs> uh, so getting to the can. Can. Beautiful can. Yeah. Oh, we have two of them. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. two cans. I, we. Yeah, it's uh, very vibrant, like metallic, and then there's clowns. Go figure. Fighting. So the way the Doodle Crew works is they it's like a group of people. I'm not going to say gentlemen. I don't know if there's ladies involved. But they start a drawing and they just pass it around every five minutes. Just pass The drawing draw, goes around the table and they all add their little flair to it. And this is what it ends up with. And then they stick it on a can. There's so That's much happening super cool. Yeah. So it's the same group of people every time? Yeah, I don't know how you join this crew, but I think it's I like assume you have same. to be good at art. Mm-hmm. No, look at that squid. <laughs> yeah. Squid's terrible. That's something I would draw, probably. I don't know. He looks like a clown, so probably not. I don't think I'd work out. I feel like someone drew a squid and then someone made him a clown. Oh, yeah. I'm, this is my contribution. Exactly. I'm making everybody clowns. <laughs> this cactus is a clown back here. A cactus clown. And then there's an actual cactus clown. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is like made of like needles. Look at you. That is cool. A little scorpion tail in there. Oh, Grandma. Where? Grandma oh, I didn't see the little armadillo with a pistol oh. shooting the Kraken. The little oh, squid right there. <laughs> He's got the old blunderbuss looking gun. Oh, <laughs> He's got a wig on. Oh, oh look that, at that man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's so much. It's it's insane. We There's could talk fish. all day about this. It's going to be a 20 minute su- section here. <laughs> yeah. Talk more about this can than we did about Joker. (laughs) (laughs) Several clownfish. And then they're going to take another break after five minutes. (laughs) Uh, I could use a beer from talking about this can so long. Yeah. uh, So they got their logo, the the Torch, uh, basic Indiana City Brewing Company. Mm It has to do with our flag, Indiana, Indianapolis. So, yeah, there you go. That's about as verbose as I can get for the logo. Uh, independent, they have a nice little blurb on the side, a little government warning, you know, if you're a clown, you by watch back, those type of things. It's pretty cool. All right, we're going to take a look real quick. Let me pull up my Digo beers section. Get out of the dark what stuff, because we're not we dark have? anymore. Could decide what color this beer is on our wheel of colors. We have, like, a, we have a nice little uh, geeky style SMR, or SRM, standard reference so if we look at here, we could probably much like match what color we feel. 
Use your words. Use your words. It's <laughs> a podcast. Well, yeah, I know. I just wasn't sure when I could start talking. Oh, you can talk anytime. Oh, anytime. Because I got, interrupt. Well, on the break, they made it sound like I wasn't part of the podcast. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because Dustin's my brother and he's kind of mean to me. <laughs> he's a bully. Help me. Help me. <laughs> this is anybody out there, please help me. <laughs> your feelings are hurt. Nobody they're, cares about your feelings. They're holding me against my will. <laughs> seven or an eight I, I thought the eight looked pretty good yeah, to me yeah that's where I was yeah. too I'm just yeah. not in front of a laptop so. I have a light so I always have a little bit lighter than you guys I, I well, Goku Goku's Gi Goku's Gi <laughs> Goku's G I see <laughs> because of words you guys nailed it that eight <laughs> oh thanks for your input yeah. I don't know just join the podcast that's a stiff approval I don't know yeah we'll go with Goku's G Gee. Goku's G. His G. G string. His G. His G. G string. G string. That would be blue. That would be blue. At least we didn't. Oh, I guess it is blue. Yeah, there it is. I see it. He's He doesn't care about showing it. All right, let's go with the sniffer. That's a hazy IPA. That's a little juicy. It's delicious. Some citra. Hops. It's like opening up a bottle of orange juice yeah, in the yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. Some tropical fruit mm-hmm. juice. Probably tastes better, too. Yes. <laughs> oh, did you try it already? No. Okay, good. I have <laughs> no. I just was assuming. Make sure you weren't pulling a pail yeah, over there. Pulling a pail over there? I was usually halfway done while we're still sniffing it. Pop is about down to here at this time. That's why I didn't know what color to pick, because he was too busy drinking it and not looking at it. <laughs> I still haven't figured out the order. I don't... <laughs> what color is nothing left? <laughs> yeah. Mine looks clear. What's clear on this? Did you setting? give me enough? Like, I don't understand. It's not, not sure. I think it smells... More like there's more like tropical. There's like a pineapple definitely. type. Definitely of pineapple, there. orange, uh, something. Yeah, whatever tropical fruits are. Mister Produce, you could probably help me with that. I don't know. Too bananas. Many. I don't know about bananas. They're usually mm. tropical though. <laughs> and coconuts. Coconut. Yeah. Coconut. So it's like every other dry double dry hop IPA. Yeah. yeah, but definitely juicy. Yeah, but does it taste like every other? Probably not. It'll probably be a little bit different. I'm going to try it. Yep. What I mean, are you doing? We're going to drink. That was my hint to start drinking. I mean, we, we've we had this uh, since August. So they usually tell you you have a two to three week shelf life. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little behind. <laughs> two to three weeks, months. What's the difference? It's been cold in my fridge yeah. since you brought it. It still tastes good to me. Yeah. Uh, definitely could taste the pine. For the hops, but it's not uh, overpowering. It's not like those West Coasts that we've had earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your New England, for sure. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your experience with New England IPAs? This? Non-existent? I just drink what Dustin tells me. To <laughs> he comes into town. He says we're going to a brewery. I said, yay. <laughs> he, he buys a flight and just starts throwing them at me. And I'm like, okay, let's get the tropical one. Like, that's mm-hmm. I'm here for the Batman, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> beer's just a bonus. So I'm just enjoying the beer with you guys. Awesome. Like my expertise is not something that I'm here for. <laughs> not as far as the beer. Maybe about Joker though. Yeah, I got plenty of that. Our expertise for beer is not what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. That's our side mission. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not being pretentious with it. I'm like, no, nah, it's very cidery with, <laughs> with the side of, mm, is that grape? 
<laughs> a little grapefruit into it. There you go. Pull, pull in the grapefruit. There, pull in yep. all stops. He can't tell what they I are. I still don't know what the grapefruit tastes it's like. Just, it's his favorite fruit. He doesn't know what one is, though. You know, the... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just lost all thought processes of what I was going to say. Like, yes, what? Huh? It's I my favorite fruit, but I don't know how to find it in beer. <laughs> Most of the time, I can't figure out... The... Oh, I thought he said you didn't know what a grapefruit was. Grape, <laughs> grapefruit. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> wow, these oranges so big. <laughs> I love grapefruit, but I can't find it in beer. I don't taste it in beer most of the yeah. time. Well, that's weird. That's it's not as bitter in a beer as it would be in a fresh fruit, and it's yeah. got that nice tangy flavor to it, and, and the hops kind of mellow each other out, and it covers up the bitterness of the grapefruit. You're out. He's in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that day. Was <laughs> I didn't realize it was today. <laughs> I thought I had at least a couple more months. It's the Batman ugly sweater that pulled it all together for me. (laughs) He talked at least like it sounded like he knew what he was saying. (laughs) And he's wearing a Batman shirt. Sounds good to me. Uh, I don't have anything on uh, beer snobs. And I don't think there was anything for right beer either. So all you have is untapped if you have that one job. (laughs) Ready? I'm working on it. Oh, you didn't have your phone out the one time you need it. You guys are yelling at me for having protection. Make up your mind. You make up your mind, guys. My phone out or in my pocket. I mean, your job's kind of on the line, so let's get that together, man. Well, I don't know. You don't even have it downloaded yet, so you don't even have the untapped. How, how are yeah, you? Yeah, gonna... but I but I talk like I know At what least, I'm talking about. Yeah. How can you? At least you read can pretend. You did a pretty good job of hey, pretending. Uh, don't read my raking. <laughs> your raking. My ranking. Oh, ranking. ranking. King BS oh, wow. over here. What what is your ranking? Uh, we do, we do that later. Yeah, do you even listen to the show? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, untap four point one nine ratings out of six hundred and five. I have two friends that rated it. Dustin the one Duke is Dustin. gave it a. That was back in August when it was fresh. I'm not reading it. Told you, day it came out. I was there. <laughs> Didn't mean to, but I was there. Our friend Patrick. Oh, Patrick. said uh, delicious. Best Indiana City beer yet. They keep getting these better and better. Give it a four and a half. I says that about all the beers. He's a big, uh, hazy guy. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I have any friends. No. <laughs> That's an easy one. question or easy answer. Scott F. just friended me earlier today. He gave it a 4.25. At this point, it is. Okay. Whatever that sentence means. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the sentence. And then he said, they've come a long way. Why even put a f- up a fight? I'm just sitting here laughing. You're a joke. What? I don't know. I'm confused. I feel like he's talking to the bartender or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's sending a text and he accidentally sent it to Untap. <laughs> yes. I'll be home in five. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Check it in and be home in five. I only have Patrick on here. I don't have anybody else. I have my rating, though. I need to add more. I thought you weren't going to read that. Not. Did you hear me? (laughs) You said it, didn't you? He was. He's going to blame you. (laughs) I didn't say anything. Yeah. You're blaming me. Oh, hell, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't empower this. What are you doing? doing? Trying to save his job, man. Uh, It's on the line. Apparently, thin ice here because I'm sitting right here. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin, this is a bad idea. 
getting him on the show. Plus, he's wearing Superman. Like, it's about to be a battle, but you both true. have the same mom's name, so you'll be okay. Martha, <laughs> your mom's Martha too. <laughs> we're, we're bros now. <laughs> I, that honestly, though, that scene. It was, you, go, you go back and watch it; it gets worse and worse. It's embarrassing. It's in, it is. I can't believe they put that in a movie. <laughs> It it's looks like, like it, it would have been a perfect ending for like a Rugrats episode <laughs> <laughs> where Chucky was, you know. Chucky and Tommy find out their moms have the same name. Well, you know, Chucky is Superman in the episode and, and Tommy Pickles is Batman. <laughs> and they're fighting by throwing little toys at each other. And Chucky's like, <laughs> and Tommy's like, Martha! <laughs> and... And then Angela, Angelica, Angelica, Angelica comes around the corner as Doomsday, and then they both kill her. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it seems more like the appropriate yeah, yeah. ending to the Rugrats episode. Instead, and then, of- and then Dill Pickle comes up and he's Robin. <laughs> yeah, and nobody gives a shit about Robin. Yeah, or Dill. Like, do you or guys Dill. know who uh, Pete Holmes is? Like, have you heard of that comedian? Yes, yeah. Batman. He does the yeah. Batman uh, skits. I was waiting for him to like to like rip his mask off and it all be like a joke and everything. And Batman, Batman. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> College humor, yeah. bad man. In case you guys want to check it out, it's on Amazon. Amazon Prime. There's many of episodes. I like that plug. <laughs> Doing better plugging Amazon than we have plugging our own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you work for Amazon. Amazon doesn't need your plugs. Son of a bitch! I gotta cut this out. I'm not sponsored by the metal wall. Yeah, but what if you could be now? Like Amazon's like, oh my god! Oh my, you heard that episode? We loved it. They got a sponsor. Who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want it. We're interested. Oh, cool. Who's the guy that plugged us? He's me. not part of the. <laughs> <laughs> part it was of me. Oh, it, was, it was Brandon, my brother. He wasn't. He's not part of the podcast. Oh. Okay. Just kidding. It was me. It was well, my well, voice. I don't think so. It was my <laughs> voice. He's <laughs> slightly We're gonna need to talk to him. And then I get a job offer, and then I just kind of. Gonna move to the new headquarters in New York. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't now, think I'm gonna change it. Now I know how to not have the same score. As and me. I plug Nickelodeon too. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's Small Business Saturday. You're not supposed to be talking about Amazon right now. <laughs> yeah, the, the worst. Put every small business out of business. We'll start talking about mom and pops then. You should, but not yet. How are we doing on check-ins? I got mine. I'm ready to go. Good. <laughs> well, since everyone knows what mine is, I might as well say it for everyone else out there. I got a 4.25. I had it straight out of the tap. Literally, I basically had the tap open just like drinking it. No wheezing the juice. Yeah. Uh, so coming from draft to can, uh, probably a little lesser. So I think if this was like my first experience, I probably would have given it a four because really? kind of older uh, and in a can. But I think four and a quarter is uh, good enough for me. It's a really good, uh, juicy flavor. The tropicalness that I like from West Coast IPAs mm-hmm. are there, uh, which that's my jam. Uh, but it, I mean, I don't know what to add to this to make it better. Um, probably less New England. <laughs> <laughs> make it more of a regular IPA and more in August and less in oh yeah <laughs> more more in August. August. oh yeah of, yeah yeah probably I gave it a four and a half um, I really love this style the New England style very juicy obviously um, great 
it's not so much at the bitter. There is a little bit of hint of that West Coast, which Dustin was just mentioning, but it's still juicy enough that it kind of mellows everything else out. Um, but it would be nice to see what this tastes like, you know, a little bit more fresh. I uh, was scrolling on Untapped, and I also saw that this guy posted, aged a bit, it got boozier. I don't, since you guys uh, have had it before, I don't know if you I, It does more taste booze. slightly different. I don't know if it's more the booze or the hops that are sticking out more now than... I would imagine it would be the hops, because there's a ton of hops in here That's what that I probably would go bad, if... or would change flavor being uh-huh. aged that long. But anyway. But yeah, I gave it a four and a half as well based on having it in August. I didn't check it in back then. I just waited until now to do it. But I know it was great back then and it still tastes fantastic even three months later, four months later, however long it's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely love the juiciness of it and that even like the aftertaste is nothing like, I mean, it's still good. It's not like, right. I got to eat pretzels now. It's really good on my tongue afterwards, and, like, yeah, I can't really complain about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a few New Englands where, especially the Nugget beers. Yeah. So, from 450, that it's almost like Flaming Hot Cheetos, where you have to keep eating yeah. them, or else that aftertaste yeah. is just going to, like, wreck your palate. Of pure dry hop. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four and a quarter. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought the juiciness fell off just a little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. Compared to like the other double dry hop IPAs, I'm not upset about that at all. But that's why I just kind of came down a little bit. I think that's a product of it being older, yeah, than, oh, like it, fresh off the tap. Yeah, I would love to try those on tap. I think this would be like four and a half, four point seven five for me. Do you have enough? Yeah, if you were so if you were to give it a out of five. Oh, um, yeah, you're doing this. Putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Is it out of five? Yeah, yeah, it's out of five. Well, since I'm the new guy and uh, I'm here to just to be with you guys and do this, I'm going to go with uh, four and a half. Oh, that sounds perfect. <laughs> That's what I gave like it. Because it tastes good to me. <laughs> yes. That's the pale I know. Yeah. Love. <laughs> so far, you're pulling a better pale than pale. <laughs> you just got to say that like oh. five more times. The <laughs> same thing. Words. And make sure mouthfeel. Pull in the mouthfeel. <laughs> Talk about the mouthfeel a lot. It feels good on my mouth. <laughs> Got him <I'm> fucked. <laughs> Replacement. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Getting to the major storylines. This is where you guys jump in because I don't know any of them. But we're going to get going with the murder of Jason Tude. <laughs> J- Jason Todd. J- Jason Todd, I believe. Oh. I thought it was Second Robin. Batman's Ward. Yeah, that these are the first two I wrote down. The second two I Googled and they made me laugh, so I figured I'd keep those two. But <laughs> like Jason Todd's story is huge in the comics and in the Under the Red Hood animated uh whatever you call those direct to DVD movies. The yeah, the DC animated universe. Original animated movies. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a it has like, it's like a separate universe. Like the direct to DVD thing, like Pale said. Yeah. Or also Key said. Um, I don't know a ton of about the comic book history of that. I'm sure Brandon might know more. Yeah, um, death in a family is the yes, the strip is called. It's a, it's just a whole book in itself. It just goes through the whole how Jason was trapped and tortured by the Joker mm-hmm. when Batman went to go save him. The warehouse exploded. 
that scene is incredible in the animated little movie. Like yeah, it sounds like the scene from the uh, the Dark Knight where the Joker tech well, yeah. puts yeah. uh, Two Face and yeah uh, B minus Rachel and. <laughs> Uh, the fact Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, sister. J- Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I just you go from a ten and you put in a two. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, they're two men throwing themselves after a four. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, Rachel in the first movie was a solid seven. No, 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 no. <laughs> solid seven because if you look at the way she was acting, she didn't move her left side of her face. <laughs> She probably was stroking She's that got Bell's palsy. <laughs> it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. If you didn't catch that, I was trying to keep my side of my face stiff for all those who can watch me. The, yeah. No, it's just, if you look back and watch the videos that they talk about with Christopher Nolan, he does talk a lot about how they took influences from the major comic books mm-hmm. into doing the scenes that they did for the Dark Knight and for Batman Begins. Not so much for Dark Knight Rises. He lost his mind. He didn't really do much. He wanted to do something history. with the Joker, and he, since Heath Ledger died, he kind of threw this together <laughs> just to end the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was supposed to be Joker sequel, it, exactly. And but he, yeah, he couldn't but, do it, so he just did what he wanted. So, so yeah, it was, it was big. Um, I guess death in the comics is something that's very more 2000, unfortunately, <laughs> than back in the 80s. As I digress, back to A Death in the Family. That was the most controversial comic that ever came out. Wasn't there, like, from what I remember, a vote among comic book readers, whether to let him live or kill him off? Yes, because that was mm-hmm. the first major comic book hero yeah. to ever have been killed on t- or in the comic in, books. Yeah. And ever since in the seventies, when you guys talked about the um, the censor act, early seventies or the fifties, the comic book codes, yeah, the, the Silver Age, mm-hmm. when Batman was wearing blue and purple and green, and everything was rainbows and happiness. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, Boy Wonder was being Boy Wonder. I'm so happy to be here. Right. And G Kelly Batman. Yeah, G Pow Wham. <laughs> yeah. Adam West. I'm gonna play with the sharks. <laughs> 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 It was just Shark a week. Yeah. Oh, God. It was such a weak time for comic books. I mean, you look at Captain America thrived in the. Sorry, buddy. Um, in the Silver Age because it was good hearted. Mm-hmm. Same with Superman, fun. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't going to talk about him because nobody cares about Superman. Nobody <laughs> um, on this podcast. Batman versus Superman. It's an, it's an, a simple question. I mean,. I'm just going to go off on another tangent here, but would you prefer a guy who figures things out, who's a normal person that everybody can relate to, and he solves crime, and he figures it out every day? How much money you got? Well, I don't have – I can't relate to being him that rich, but I know that I could if I worked out, and I – you know, I could be Batman. I got got stupid Batman money. I could, <laughs> but I could be Batman. That's why people love you know, Batman because they can make money. Then, like they could be him. But yeah. then, yeah. yeah. But then you look at Superman, and it's like <sighs> this alien, so super strong, can, can do, do everything. I'm surprised he was able to do 70 years of comics. Like it's just 
every episode of the comics, he gets shot at. It bounces up. (laughs) He chases a car, and he catches it with the blink of his eye. He saves a cat out of the tree. That's why kryptonite was invented, just to give him something weak. Yeah. Yeah, I just went off on a huge tangent there. <laughs> back Anyways, to Joker. Back to the Joker and uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd and the happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the, in the, the censorship age, everything was so protected, so happy. So, and then since since then, they decided to go controversial. They went darker with Frank Miller stuff. Way darker. Way, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so then when they came out with the death in the family. It blew everybody's socks off because they they were like, whoa, they killed somebody Mm -hmm. in a comic book? And they started protesting Batman signings and DC comics. They started throwing fires and hate mail. So DC did the unthinkable and they came out with a questionnaire or a vote to see how many people wanted them to bring Jason Todd back. But by then, um, Batman already had Tim Drake, the third Robin. Third Robin, yeah. Yes. Um he was, I think he was starting the storyline with Damian Wayne for the fourth Robin, who yep. became the Red Robin instead because Tim Drake never really left. Um, and then, the so when they came back with it, they decided to go with the Red Hood theory, which is an interesting theory. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting way to take it. Yeah. I mean, the storyline was better played out if you played the... Arkham Games? Yes. By Rocksteady? Mm-hmm. Plugging it again. Yeah. <laughs> Another huge company. <laughs> That's going to lead to advertising. <laughs> no, it's not. I am awful with it. <laughs> but no, they, they talked about the Arkham Knight, and they made the Red Hood into the Arkham Knight in the story. Spoiler. And <laughs> I thought the story was told better in that than then in the Red Hood series. Uh, the comic wasn't too strong. It didn't really pull too many people into it, but they did find a way to bring Jason Todd back from the death. So, unfortunately. They should have kept him dead, is it your opinion? Or do you like that they brought him back? I... I'm... It's tough. <laughs> Go it's, either way. It's, I, I'm happy he didn't come back as the Robin because he wasn't a good Robin. Like... <laughs> He wasn't. He was more of a fighter. He okay. wasn't as athletic as J, or, uh, Dick Grayson was, but he was more of a brawler. Mm. So he was more of a Batman type, kind of fight the crime instead of doing all the flippies. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Tim Drake was a good replacement because Tim Drake was very athletic. He was better, both athletic and a better fighter than Dick Grayson. But as Nightwing, he did fine. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell was also a pretty good ac- acrobat. <laughs> Okay, right. Get that out of here. Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Ruined <laughs> Batman for 12 years. <laughs> so bad. So bad. You didn't touch base at all with the paralysis of uh, Barbara. No, that's well, number that's two on our list. We only got that's to number one. I thought, that was part of, I thought the nope, space no. scene was... Nope, two different stories. Nope, that's oh, number two. that out. It just looks like it was... Okay. There, there, space oh, I was space. with you. I thought so too, nope. the same thing. There, it's different. <laughs> the, the next one, if since... Dustin's impatient about it. <laughs> is a killing joke by Alan Moore, who also wrote Views from Vendetta and Swamp Thing. But the most iconic book, which I would have put above A Death in a Family, but A Killing Joke, fantastic. The comic, I have that actually hard book covered on my mantle. <laughs> <laughs> above yeah. my bed. Above my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Because you didn't uh, buff my bed. <laughs> is, that the, is that the one where he has his face and he like staples oh, it under? That's oh, the, that's the I, ones. Yeah. 
that the B-52s? Correction, <laughs> Dustin did not buy a killing joke for me. He bought Batman 1, 2, and 3 for the B-52 for me for Christmas. So when they redid A Death in the Family, he did cut his face off and then re-put it back on. But it's not the same as the 1987 Death in a Family. <laughs> I didn't know there was more than one. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. But yeah, no. In in the, the storyline of Jokers, I probably would have put a killing joke above. These are in no particular order. These are just most, oh, yeah. the way they came to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's then just... if it's not in a ranking, then we're fine where we are. <laughs> but yeah, no, if you guys watched the, the little comic movie that came out mm-hmm. last year, year before, mm-hmm. it goes into a lot of detail. That's not in the comic itself. It, oh. It's like half the movie is Barbara Gordon's story. Yeah. Um, even spoilers and ears for the children cover them up. <laughs> the be- sex between Barbara and Batman that never really happened but alluded to. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just talking about yeah, it yeah. before you came. Because I have it and I was none of them had seen it. So I'm like, that yeah. threw me for a loop when I first saw it. I'm like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> no, it, it was hinted at in yeah. the comics, but it was never shown. Mm-hmm. And then they went ahead and sh- I was like, oh. All right. And then she was like emotionally damaged from it. Mm-hmm. Like she became a stage five clinger. And she was just like, <laughs> like yes. Batman, why don't you call me for crime anymore? And he was very despondent about it. I don't want you to get hurt. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Man, this guy just, he took advantage of this poor young girl and then he didn't call her back. It's <laughs> just, why are we... <laughs> <laughs> so far, I don't think we've ever talked about the Joker on this thing yet. No, this is just the things he's just done uh, on the side to these characters. Well, that's the thing. I think with Joker, it's like he does just one act, and it, it the ripple effect yeah. it destroys everything else around. I mean, that's his. So you're MO. telling me in the Killing Joke that Batman goes to town on Barbara Gordon, and then she ends up paralyzed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why he's called Batman. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So not everybody can be Batman. Yeah, I don't have the ability to paralyze bitches. No, I can never do that. I'll never be Batman then. That's why you're wearing a Superman shirt. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And in effect, yes, actions of Batman did cause Barbara Gordon to get paralyzed because in her efforts to make up the loss of Batman's attention and trying to get it all back from him, she did put herself in situations that were more life-threatening her actions put her into more peril because she was pushing so hard on the joker's um crime cartel that which caused the joker to retaliate in the sense that he did in the killing joke the comic book however it was just um the idea of shooting barbara gordon in the back was only to mess with jim gordon yeah that was the whole point was we're gonna we're gonna try to push Commissioner Gordon into insanity. We're going to make a plan, which they allude to in the movies as he doesn't make plans. But come on, everything kind of fell into place yeah, for you him. Didn't quite a bit. <laughs> plan that out while you got arrested on purpose and all that. <laughs> like, so you didn't put a bomb in that dude's <laughs> chest. Does yeah. yeah. So he he wanted, and it was shown in the movies too that yes, he liked to push people into madness because that was what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make Harvey Dent insane. He wanted to just uh, how he wanted to turn Jim Gordon insane, and he almost did. But they alluded to him using a lot of psycho drugs in Gordon 
to 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 push him over that edge whereas harvey it was just kind of <laughs> you just gotta toy with him a little bit and he's ready to break at any moment it seems like well he did did murder a four i mean maggie Dunn. So, of course, Aaron Eckert was broken up over Maggie <laughs> Dillon Hall. Of course you're going to go crazy. Of course. I'd go crazy. Too. Of course. I would go crazy if I was dating Maggie Dillon Hall. <laughs> <laughs> like, your brother's so much more attractive. <laughs> Jake is a sexy man. But what's funny, though, Mr. Bubble or getting Bubble Boy. Or Mr. Uh, Bubble Butt in uh, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> well, the Joker did. Oh, and the Joker's. Yeah, the Joker was. I was I was about to make that connection. Like Maggie Gyllenhaal is what eight steps from <laughs> Ledger, <laughs> three actually, and a raw pounding. Uh-huh. Oh. 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 So yes, the Joker, insane, pushed people to the edge, killed. So Over. what did he even do in that comic? Shot her in the back, paralyzed her. Just Shot her it, that that was the thing though, like they. The introduction of the story was they talked about the little bit of origins of his name. They called it, his name was Jack or something. I didn't really want to pay attention to it because I don't like that they have origin stories for the Joker. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to talk about that in the later episode coming up. Next week's episode, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about origin story for the Joker. Spoiler alert. But I don't think that he should have. Oh, man. There goes the microphone. Oh, shit. I'm losing my job. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> I just, the idea that the Joker is an insane lunatic is enough for me to want to keep watching or keep reading or keep enjoying mm-hmm. the, the taste of the Joker. I don't like that they gave him an origin story. Yeah. I don't like that they're coming out with a movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix with an origin story. Now, if they do the origin story that is part of the Red Hood comic and is part of um, a killing joke, then I'll be okay with it because it is publication. But if they not just trying to cash in on it, basically, that's what it seems like. But if they go with something new and original, I'm probably going to check out halfway through. I know Dustin and I were talking about it last week. Uh, giving the Joker a backstory is like giving Darth Vader a backstory. It, it's unnecessary and it's going to be disappointing. Oh, the prequels? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> 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 exactly right all right moving on the laughing fish yeah i googled pinnacle or top story top uh joker stories and this was one of them and i don't recognize it but it made me laugh detective comics volume one number 475 to 476 three of 12 this is three of 12 of the list of top joker stories oh then so it's they... it's it's a huge story line apparently yeah there is no better story <laughs> of the joker's warped sense of humor than Stephen Englehart and terry austin's the laughing fish in the laughing fish batman discovers that joker has released a neurotoxin into gotham harbor that creates fish embolism, emblazoned. emblazoned with the twisted grin. Joker, seeing an opportunity, decides to patent his laughing fish. After being denied a patent, Joker swears revenge for the insult, <laughs> killing a patent clerk right under <laughs> Batman's nose and vowing to make his way up the chain of command. What year was this? 1956? <laughs> I don't know. It was I'm, all about patents. I'm like. going to go into the patent office. <laughs> I think my laughing toxin's gonna make a major killing. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I'll just kill the patent off. No, <laughs> not my patent. <laughs> I guess it did make a killing. Uh, oh my god! You heard that story? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Me fucking either, man. Well, it's number three of 12. It must be huge. Well, when all of my research has always been focusing on the top 20 Batman comics, not mm-hmm. necessarily the Joker ones. Yeah. So I don't really get into the Joker ones as much. I just know that he's insane. And I love the ones that he's in. But I'm here for Batman. Death in the Family is number 10. Killing Joke is number 11. And... Um, What'd they rank number one? I I don't know if they're... Maybe 12 is actually number one. <laughs> like, Killing Joke... It's just off this... Could be a Batman this, Yeah. Yeah. Alright, what about The Man Who Laughs? Which is 5 of 12 on his list. Said Ed Brubaker and Doug Mankies. The Man Who Laughs is a modern retelling of Joker's first appearance, intended as a loose sequel to Batman Year One. The Man Who Laughs explores the Joker's origins in a roundabout way, tying him to the ace chemical plant that warped his body and perhaps his mind, and showing the bombastic, brutal way he made his reputation. The Man Who Laughs modernizes Joker's original appearance, bringing in elements of subsequent stories to form a fully realized picture of the clown prince of crime, and redefining the character for the modern day. So this is like the... Uh, Tim Burton movie. <laughs> like, hmm. push him in the chemical plant, that's how he turns into the Joker. Yeah, but that was also... That was also the Red Hood story, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the accepted Jack Napier origin story. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's why that was included. It's kind of his origin story, or at least a modern yeah. retelling of his origin story. Wasn't there one where... Uh, a Robin character became the Joker, but it wasn't really the Joker because the Joker made him the Joker and then killed him. Or I thought I remember seeing some bullshit online movie about this. <laughs> uh, they were talking about Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, that was gonna be where they showed the outfit of Jason Todd with the bullet holes and the ha 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 all over it, and mm. and they made jokes that Jared Leto's character was actually Jason Todd. And that was the story. Just a theory. Didn't pan out that so way. It was bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. It's not from the comics. Really. It would have been so much of a better story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would have at least gave some story to that. It's a horrible movie. Now we don't know why. Why was the outfit even in there? Just to fan service. Just like, oh, there, I recognize that. Was it just a, ha ha, Ben Affleck's got demons? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. It's a horrible storytelling. Yeah, yeah, that's Zack Snyder's good at horrible storytelling. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? He's kind of hurt. Here's why. There's <laughs> yeah. a big poster. <laughs> why he's hurt, guys? If you haven't got that, he's a broken soul. Here it is on the wall for the world to see. This ha, is ha, why ha. Batman, who's vowed to not kill people, is murdering people in the streets. <laughs> Which was kind of his rule since the first one. Yeah, they did write him with a gun, though. Yeah, but he didn't kill people with it. But they, they did have a gun, though. It was weird. That's fine. You give but them a gun. then... You can maim people all you want. I mean, his original artwork was weird. He had, yeah. had really weird bat cape, and it just... If you looked at it... And then he had a gun, mm-hmm. and Bob's like, no, don't do that. How about we put gloves on him, take the gun away, fix his cape, <laughs> and do fine. Which is also, if, if anybody didn't know... And I'm just ranting now because we're looking at – he's pulling up more comics to figure <laughs> out what Joker's all about here. Um, I have that, actually. What the – Stop touching. I have a touch screen. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> oh, do you really? 
<laughs> no wonder he was getting mad. I was yeah. like, oh, hey, check that out. Just clicking on stuff. But um, if you guys watch any of the older cartoons, like the Bold and the, the Bold and the Brave, where Batman's running around in the blue outfit, yeah, the idea for illustration back in the day was uh, you use black to show shadow, but if it's black, you use blue to show shadow. Mm. So when they used the blue to highlight it's the just black, shadow. it made it made it look like he had a blue suit on. Yes, yeah, so and then people are like, "Oh, Batman's wearing gray and blue." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So that was an entire age of Batman was blue because of the comics. Wow. In the Batman animated series, they actually used black paper and then colored on it white because there was so much black involved in that series. Mm-hmm. Black and red. Yeah. All over. Should we get to our next beer? Or do you guys have so, something yeah. to, that you were No, I, I had something, but... He started clicking on you. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> the Joker's five-way revenge. You said you have that one? I don't have the comic. I have the poster. Oh. Okay. Well, then, cool. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could go more. What about Mad Love? What about the whole uh, adding Harley Quinn to the Batman things in the uh, 90s? Harley Quinn wasn't a character until, until the, the animated, animated series. series. <laughs> High five on that one. <laughs> nice. Until, yeah, no, they were like, oh, she's the most popular character <laughs> Or most popular villain on the animated series, we have to do something with Mr. her. Mr. J. <laughs> yes. Jay. Now her story is great, though. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you look back into it, it's that's what I kind of enjoy about the newer characters in the Batman universe is they're more thought out mm-hmm. for their origin story. Like, you look at the Joker; he didn't have an origin story ideally, but that was how it's it was perfect for that character. Yeah. yeah, and then you look the Penguin. That one. Oh, okay. That. <laughs> I mean, you can retell it and give it more of an edgier feel to it. But back in the 50s, he's like, he's a man who's a penguin. Wah, 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 yeah, wah, he's yeah. a gangster. And it really didn't have much girth behind it. But then you look at Harley Quinn's story, and it's just blows your mind at the thought that they put into it. She mm-hmm. was a psychiatrist who got what? Compart- or what is that syndrome? Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um because she just fell madly in love with this patient who she wanted to save. She wanted to bring him back into reality when all Joker did was twist her and bring her down into his reality. Mm-hmm. And she broke him free and she became just as twisted and broken as he was because, A, she wanted to love him. And that's just how he attacked her. They show a lot of that in Suicide Squad, but they don't show enough. Luckily, that movie just turned to a, to a meme that has a hammer. <laughs> yeah. another poor telling of the dc movies yeah. it was i just oh god i don't want to get too much into it but yeah. put some freaking pants on woman like who hey. cares oh sex appeal sells movies i want to hear story when i watch mm-hmm. i watch any movie in the marvel side I'm sorry, I'm not cheating on you, Batman. <laughs> when I watch any of those stories, yes, they do have a little bit of sex appeal. You got Scarlett Johansson flipping around in tight spandex. Yeah. But at least it's got story. And she's got pants on. Like her yeah, ass yeah. crack's not hanging out. Yeah. It's like, but no, Margot Robbie's walking around and her G-strings over her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing to it. There's no substance to it. There's no story to it. And it's not a. It's not even the same '90s action film. It's not shoot 'em up, blow it up, yeah, Die Hard no. Christmas movie. It's mm-hmm. not in Thank that. You. Thank you. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I didn't think that was in question. <laughs> Some people don't know. That's still a debate. Not yeah, among us. That should not be a debate. But yeah, 90s, blow them up, kill them. That worked in the 90s. But when you're doing DC comics, it's not about destruction. There has to be a story. There has to be story. Yeah. Speaking of story, how about this one? We'll just get you off that thing. Uh Batman's Endgame. So just think of the, the great times we've had in Smile. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo tied together the threads of two of their most popular storylines of Batman. Endgame, as the Dark Knight had his final, uh, final battle with the Crown Prince of Crime... If the Court of Owls was an opener and Death of the Family was a scary sophomore effect, effort, Endgame was all about escalation. How much harder can the Batman fight when his first battle is against the Jokerized Justice League? Yet that bombastic introduction quickly gave way to Snyder's quieter reflection of the Batman and Joker mythos. As both characters delve deeper and deeper into each other's past as both enemies and opposites, all while Gotham fell to the latest strain of the Joker virus. Combined with Capullo's knack for the horrific imagery and brutal fight choreography, Endgame was only elevated, uh, not only elevated the Joker as a vicious and nearly immortal threat, but also wrapped up many of the storylines Snyder had established, ending in a bittersweet uh, climax that left (laughs) the Dark Knight missing in action. This was... Part of the B-52, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not familiar. No. I need to catch up on the B-52. I bought them for you. I Just the first three. This is 35 and 40. Are you going to give me those two? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. Let me go on Amazon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't forget to use that Amazon money that we got. Yeah. <laughs> I used that stupid Amazon money. I looked up another. If anybody's list. interested in Amazon Prime, it's only of the top ten best Joker stories. Number seven, Laughing Fish, the patent thing. It's on this list too. <laughs> it's more of a Caesar Romero. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I won my patent. It's from 1978. I know you asked me earlier. I didn't have the answer then. Well, well that make that doesn't make any sense though. It's 78. I mean, it's darker. He killed people. It's still over a patent. <laughs> I lost a patent last week. You didn't see me kill anybody. <laughs> yep. You're not insane. At least not that insane. <laughs> the debate is still open for that one. <laughs> All right, beers. Out beer. We need an out beer. Yeah, definitely. We're just going on a tangent. Uh, out beer. Flying Monkeys Chocolate Manifesto. Give me delicious. You better drink the rest of that one. Damn. All right, break time. <laughs> he was talking. He couldn't drink. Oh, he should have. <laughs> While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and previous episodes, and that is currently at patreon.com slash drinkandgeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back, and our out beer that we have, as Dustin said, is the Flying Monkeys Chocolate Manifesto, the definitive statement about chocolate and beer. For those seeking a decadence and transcendence in a craft beer, we bring you the Chocolate Manifesto Triple Chocolate Milk Stout, a luxurious beer that demands to be shared among friends. With three kinds of chocolate, this beer is a euphoric detour from the mundane. 
Life is too short to brew beer that doesn't matter to you. Three strata of raw cacao nibs, cacao powder, and chocolate malt layer a triple doozy of chocolate in this unique milk stout. What a doozy. Earthly espresso notes and creamy chocolate dominate this ruby-lit, burnt, umber-bodied beer, simmering with a welcoming 10% ABV of bittersweet warmth. The chocolate manifesto is our definitive statement on beer and chocolate. Unfermentable milk sugars or lactose give this classic milk stout voluptuous body and velvety mouthfeel. Oh, that girl thick. (laughs) (laughs) The chocolate manifesto is a dessert unto itself. Drop a scoop of ice cream and it becomes an amazing beer float. Mm. Also pair with chocolate cake, creme brulee, bread pudding, or classic pound cake and fruity cheesecake. And pale, I think you have like uh, all the box to read. Yeah, pale. Like they did the pales pairing for you already. They did my pairings. Uh, I'm sorry, I read your pairings. I definitely wouldn't do a scoop of ice cream. What? What? You don't tell me you don't like ice cream. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't pour it on ice cream like you would Godiva. Maybe I would. You wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, uh, oh, so we're changing your mind now. How about some like frozen peer yogurt? pressure? Frozen yeah. yogurt. Frozen yogurt. <laughs> Uh, triple chocolate milk stout is a luscious treat for beer geeks ready for a euphoric detour from the mundane we brewed the manifesto to become the reference for people who think the sweet milk stout is a beautiful thing for those seeking decadent and transcendent for all those odd ducks who like weird beers we pilgrimaged to Chacosol in Toronto revering the ancient beauty of their artisan chocolate Choco Soul are kindred spirits, sweeter and more involved than us, but kindred nonetheless. Choco Soul challenges normal, pulls it apart, and brews it into something new. Passion is such an important ingredient in craft beer, we should include it on the label. Don't mindlessly praise craft beer, challenge brewers to innovate. All right, so a little bit about this. Uh, down at the bottom of our little sheet, we have our malts and the hops that are used. Uh, as well as our SRM, just giving it to us. So we're at 10 percent and you already said, but the original gravity was 1.109. So that was uh, before the fermentation. Drop that shit in there. Little gravity thing. Little brewer's tip. Because uh, I'm such a professional now that I have a kit in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Further than all of us. Yeah. Yeah, so the malts used, uh, chocolate malt, dark crystal malt, roasted barley, pale malt. Oh, pale, yellow malt. I, I do. Pale malt. Pale malt. 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 Uh, flaked oats. Uh, the hops we used were millennial hops just for the bittering. So we should see how that's going to taste, having those things. Chocolatey, I would imagine. Yeah, I saw some cacao nibs, so they should Sorry, I don't mean to interject or anything. I know I'm new here and all, but they say their philosophy on chocolate and beer. Do they just do chocolate and beer? No, like, well, I don't know because the last beer we had from them was like a, a chocolate raspberry, chocolate covered raspberry. Yeah, yeah. So, I think they have other. They have like IPAs and like stuff like that too. But in their bombers, I think they're mostly stouts and like chocolatey stouts. Mm-hmm. Okay, dessert like beers. Yeah, yeah. Like so, their seasonal limited releases all seem to be like this. The uh, the label is a clusterfuck. <laughs> Thousand words essay. I have a whole other side I could read here that goes Holy into shit. more description of this it, look at, like <laughs> It comes in a box with more words than I've ever seen. <laughs> and then the bottle is the same. It's just got words all over the place. I mean, place. that's good advertising, I guess. Hey, instead of drawing pictures of cool monkeys, let's just put all the words 
on all of the boxes <laughs> and all of the sides. Just uh, cover it. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. It says our name on it. It says Beer Gigs. Beer Geeks right on the beer side. Geeks beer, gigs. Gigs. <laughs> beer Geeks. Beer Geeks. Beer Geeks. Beer Geeks. That's the German way to say Beer Geeks. <laughs> I thought he said Beer Cake. <laughs> beer Cake. Beer Cake. I'm all about the We beer. had a Beer Cake. I know. Uh, I know. I remember episode. episode. Oh, more Beer Cake. Yeah, that was good stuff. Eat chocolate and smile at strangers. <laughs> <laughs> mm, are we sure that's the message we want? <laughs> No. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to pass on looking at that bottle. I'm going to go cross-eyed trying to read all those words. Yeah, I can read the whole bottle, but it'll take me a while. It's the same thing as the box, right? Yeah. Oh, black as night. Dark, dark night. Let me go to the Digo beers for you so you can see uh, the SRM for this one since you're new. The SRM from the website says just black. So. Yeah. I think this is Dark Knight in a dark alley. <laughs> hey, it's Batman. I think this one is Dark Knight in his Batmobile in his cave. With no lights on. <laughs> no lights on. The headlights are burnout. Yeah. Turn the lights off. Oh, we lost him. Oh. <laughs> we could see it <laughs> the whole time, but the cops couldn't. It's there. Gotham City Ooh. Police Department. <laughs> Is he sniffing without us? He didn't tell us to sniff. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I had to tell you the order. We determined it was Black Knight. Everyone agreed. We've got to announce. So are we sniffing now? We're doing sniffers. sniffers. Wow. It's got three kinds of chocolate. I think this is going to be chocolate. Forest Garden Shade Grown Cacao cacao Nibs, Roasted Whole Cacao Powder, and Chocolate Malt. I know I'm new here. I keep saying that every time I (laughs) talk. But it, I think it's going to taste like chocolate. It, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, this is I probably, think you're probably be right. more chocolatier than the decadent chocolate <laughs> yeah, that yeah. we had. Watch out, DeBrands. So. There's no DeBrands in this one, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> I just plugged the brand should be good beer, though. <laughs> they, are lo- they are local. Small business. That's good. It's good. Small Business Saturday. Yeah, there you that go. That was several weeks ago, though. Oh, that <laughs> was a few weeks ago. I keep, I keep plugging all these companies like you guys are going to get phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say Hershey's or something. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't plug that one, but <laughs> while we're on it, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Hershey's. While we're talking about yeah, it, let's try that new Hershey's. <laughs> Stop! Stop it! I don't even like Hershey's. Stop it! <laughs> There's a park, right, Hershey I'm going, Park. I'm gonna go uh, tasting this one. Yeah. God, this fucking thing is oh as God. sour as the other yeah, one. That yeah, that is kind of strange. It's still got the chocolate flavor, but it's got that same soury. I'm like, not drinking this one for you. <laughs> It doesn't taste like raspberries this time. There's no raspberries. You can drink it. You want to drink this one for me? There's no raspberries. It tastes like a dark chocolate kiss. Or or the upfront. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, it's got that bitter dark chocolate flavor Mm -hmm. to it. I agree. But it also has, like, a sour beer flavor for whatever random reason. It's not as uh, stouty as you would anticipate. It's more... Yeah, it's definitely more, like, I don't know, sour... It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, you're looking at the bottle. Is there a, a brewed package uh, used by date on this thing? I'm, I'm looking. I don't see anything on here. No, it's Canada, so. Oh, yeah, good. don't you know? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about oh, this. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry about your beer. Sorry about your beer. Sorry your beer's a little sour, man. <laughs> sorry, it's so much chocolate. <laughs> We'd like chocolate up here. <laughs> I mean, the, the chocolate flavor is all right. But there's there's just, a weirdness to the beer. There's more yeah. words on the 
Oh yeah, there's more birds on the inside flaps. <laughs> it's so wordy. Now is the inside of the box wordy? I think Ish. that's just white. Oh, it's not even a date in there to know how old. It was a missed opportunity right there. <laughs> that is a lot of advertising space that they missed out they on. Missed, yep. <laughs> Drop the boat, guys. That's why you're in Canada. <laughs> Toronto, don't you know? The head, the founder, uh, went to college in the states. Yeah, well, Alabama he must, got a master's degree in Mississippi. But he probably didn't get, drink good beer down here, or else he know. They talked about doing it. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink again. It's one of those beers that just doesn't get better. I like Every the chocolateness to it, but it, it's yeah. just like a weirdness to the beer that I can't put my finger on. Yeah, there's something to it. It's like grapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of whiny. Mm-hmm. It did come in a wine bottle. <laughs> Bomber, not a wine bottle. Yeah, grapes. Well, well, b- wine box. Yeah, it did come. You know, you bought a, a nice bottle of wine. It came in a box. And you're like, I'm good box wine. It contains barley, oats, and lactose. In case you're allergic. I am not lactose intolerant. That's good. Uh, Beer Advocate says four point one four out of five. Says it's exceptional, which I'm not mm. seeing. Out of four hundred thirty-four ratings. Uh, histograms, uh, people are putting four mainly, and then a little bit into the 4.25 range. On Rate Beer, there's a 357 ratings, which is pretty high for them. Uh, overall, 99. Style, 88. And a 3.87 out of 5 average. Untapped gave it a 4.12 out of 26,000 ratings. Had three of my buddies. Give this a try. Chad W. gave it 4.25. John Carter gave it a 4. James Jonas, 4. You know the Jonas Brothers? He's one of the Jonas. Yeah, he's a Jonas brother. Oh, our Canadian podcast friends. Blair from the Beer Guts gave it a 4.5. Chocolate, chocolate, and more chocolate. Sweet, but not overpowering. Creamy and smooth mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. And leaves a great taste on the tongue. Mike, Pacific Beer Chat. Super creamy adult chocolate milk. Give it a five. Are we just drinking a bad bottle? I think that's potential on both of these because the first one we opened exploded everywhere, just popping the top, which is rare. And every then, review that you just read made it sound like it was a creamy milkshake, but it tastes like we're drinking old milk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It says right here uh, milk chocolate. Don't really taste it. Milk, touch of sour, a bit of smoke slash tobacco. There is a sourness. Thick sugar, a hint of dark chocolate. That sour note along with that tobacco is really ruining this one. Hmm. I don't taste tobacco and I used to smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I don't taste, they said the nose is caramel. I don't smell that either. I smell chocolate and I taste chocolate, but it's just also sour. This right here, earthy chocolate smashes you in the face, followed by roasted malts and a milk style profile, which I don't. I don't see. Uh, I think too many people are trying to be chefs in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. He says right here, aged for four years for ma- this. I dude. know that they can age them, so unless it got tainted somehow, like the bottle, yeah, was beat up or something. I don't want to put it down or anything, but it just, I don't know. It's part it of just what tastes we do. like there's something off about it. Part of what we do, we put things down. Not a lot, but we put things <laughs> down, like a uh, like a dog. Pale shit all over the raspberry version. It's got a woodsy, earthy feeling. (laughs) Woodsy, earthy. So, I don't think we said this, but this has 60 IBUs. Yeah, I didn't say. And it doesn't taste like 60 IBUs. 
I don't even taste the coffee. I don't either. There's like no coffee to me. It's like a chocolate wine. Yeah. The mouth feels. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we knew we were drinking chocolate wine, I think our opinion would be different. Mm-hmm. But it, when we're looking for something that's full body, yeah. I'm not feeling really a full body. Mm-hmm. All these reviews are talking about nice, robust, feels good, full body, but I'm not getting full body. I'm getting grape. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm... It's like a mojito. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a breakfast wine here. All right, whatever. I checked it in. I'm ready to move along. Yeah, let's get on to the next thing. Oh, shoot. I'm on the wrong page. I'm going to chug it. Chug it. what I did to get rid of it. <laughs> not to chug it. I mean, we're not going to pour the next beer already. Right, we got the next episode until the next beer comes out. We got more on this episode to get to. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We, we haven't even talked about the people that have played Joker yet. Top Joker oh, we have first. more episode left, but not enough. Uh, more no, no more beer. No, no. Unless we do top ten jokers. Unless yeah. we do that sour beer to wash our palates. Yeah, because we got that Taipei for that. We need basil. <laughs> oh yeah, we do need to do the sour one for this one since we have three for the next one. Can't or, do four next one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sounds good to me. Let's do that. All right, I gave it a three and a quarter. Uh, I wrote. Sounds like uh, feels like I'm drinking a chocolate wine. High five. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't like it. The chocolate flavor is okay. The wine. No, it's sour. I'm not expecting it. It shouldn't have happened. I pass. Three and a quarter. I give this a two and a quarter. Whew. Same thoughts. Tastes like a chocolate wine. I'm not getting anything else. Mm. At least I, I like know. the chocolate part of it. <laughs> I feel like we're missing something. or like We got a bad batch or bad something. Batch. Yeah. But I'm feeling negative. Negative Nancy over here, so... <laughs> You don't like flying monkeys at all. Uh, no. <laughs> Quit bringing them. <laughs> don't think we should ever have them anymore. He'll just doesn't like Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He's a nationalist. Sorry. 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 Fuck Sorry. Canada. <laughs> Fuck Canada. <laughs> uh, beady eyes and clappy jaws. Let's <laughs> blame Canada, not fuck Canada. Yeah, but we changed it. I was yeah. creative licensing. Here. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. Get a record deal. Not from us. Oh. Go ahead. I gave it a three and a half. Um, it was good. Chocolate. That's about all the good about it. But yeah, something's definitely off. I don't think this is right. Because every all the reviews I was reading, it says milky sweet. And it's like drinking chocolate milk. And I'm like, well, maybe if it's what left out you know, all day and you go back to try to drink the chocolate milk. or I'm like, no. Drinking spoiled milk here. Yeah, I like that other the, the that one, the decadent dark chocolate ale. Oh, that decadent one dark was, chocolate oh, was way better. Yeah, that, that was, was even sweeter, and that was dark chocolate in the name. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely sweeter. I'm thinking this is just like a Canada thing, like these super sweet milk stouts. Well, this is like, probably sweet to them by American standards. It's sour. super sweet, so it's sour to us because there's not enough sugar. Right, in it. Yeah. it could be part of the problem too. Yeah, three and a half. I gave it a three and a half also. Pretty much what you're saying. Uh, I think the chocolate's actually really good. It's just the beer part is where it's lacking. It's just more of a like chocolate sour than a chocolate stout. And if I, I'm thinking it's just a tainted bottle, possibly. I don't know how long it was on the shelf. The bottle's not labeled in any way or how it was stored before I bought it. Or how, yeah. So I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt slightly and say it's tainted. And 
since a lot of the reviews say it's supposed to be taste better than this, but it's still not uh, up in the fours because I just in case it's not <laughs> tainted, I don't want to be like praising it when it shouldn't be. But right. uh, just for the chocolate alone, I gave it a three and a half. I went with the three. Just right in the middle. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I tasted the chocolate on the first bite. Um, it was a good hit. Um, I felt that that's what they're aiming for. You know, you first bite into a dark chocolate, anything, and that's what it tasted like. Um, I did not appreciate the aftertaste yeah. that came with it. Um, as was noted earlier, that it tasted like a chocolate wine. Mm-hmm. Like it was a grape, grapey kind of flavor. Um, it just wasn't what I was expecting. So to go back into the earlier, I agree with Pale now. I would not put this on ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe a sherbet or a yogurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sherbet? Yeah. There's no R. Sherbet. 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 Thank you. It's not sherbet. No. God, no. It's not even a word. So my family's lied to me my whole life. Yes. <laughs> it's not well, my It's not Washington. Survey. It's not squash. It's not coupon. My, my grandma used to say sherbet. Grandma also says washing the dishes. Washing yeah. the dishes. It might always said salmon, which is actually salmon. Yeah. <laughs> there is an Allen salmon. <laughs> salmon. S H E R B E T. Sherbet. We got it. Got, got it. it. All right, moving on to the top jokers. Is <laughs> <laughs> I did. But I put all their names wrong. Yes, yeah, you did. <laughs> now is this? We're talking about. And now is this in order of who the top is, or are you uh, just listing the to top? According to me, this is my top. All right. So the last one on the list is Jared Ono. Why did we include him on the list? Just because, <laughs> because he was, he a, was joker? a joker. Because he was, he was one of them. Joker. I mean, the idea of Jared Leto as a Joker was by far better than what we got mm-hmm. from the movie, for sure. He could. He could be a good actor, but he just. Went crazy. Requiem yeah. of a Dream was fantastic. Yeah. And his musical career is way better. But. <laughs> he was amazing in Dallas Buyers Club as a female <laughs> character. Yeah. Dallas? Dallas Buyers Club with uh, Matthew McConaughey and... I thought that was Dallas Buyers Club. Is that what I said? Dallas? 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 Dallas Club? Dallas? Yeah, well, you're talking about the airport in Washington. <laughs> or sorry, you're talking about the airport Dallas in Washington. Airport. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. 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 D-A. Dallas Airport in Washington. Dallas. Dallas Airport. Dallas. Hey, I've had like six beers now. <laughs> six. I had a, bi- I had a big Six. Pint. Six, not sex. sex. God. <laughs> and sex beers. I had sex beers. A big pint at... Whatever that place was, was what it went to. Oh, God. <laughs> that lunch that we did. That lunch we did. All right, next on the list is uh, Jerome or Jeremiah Gotham. Okay. I liked him. I'm following. Uh, next would be Zach Galanaphagus. He should be higher. It, really? He's only in the one Lego movie. Yeah, but he was great. He is. I mean, he's funny. I mean, Cesar Romero should not be so high. <laughs> Do we didn't have a fancy nickname for Cesar Romero? How about mustache. Caesar mustache? <laughs> How about Caesar bad lettuce? Romaine? God, such, such an old joke. We're in the middle of December now. <laughs> I know. God, hopefully the E. coli is cleared up by now. Caesar E. coli. 
The Roman Empire has fallen. Caesar is dead. Let us pray. (laughs) Oh, which meme did you steal that from? Someone on Facebook eight times yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I saw that. Ah, here's Johnny. Ah, got it. Okay. Jack Nicholson. Whatever. The golfer. The golfer. (laughs) I don't think the golfer played a good Jack. Jack Napier. Uh, the second would be uh, Heath Legend. See, do you think he's better than Mark Hamill? I don't, I, mm. They're completely different. It's yeah, two different. I don't want to say like that's, genres, that's but tough, animation versus. That's a tough way to go about it too, because you included the voices in the Lego Batman and the and animated yeah. series Batman. Well, I just think Mark Hamill's version of the Joker is. I mean, the you pinnacle. When I think Joker, it's Mark Hamill yeah. all the way. Mark Hamdog, excuse me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now the later <laughs> versions of and Mark he's, Mark Hamill did it for like thirty years and he pledged it one time in a movie. Yeah, but it was fantastic. It no, was... I, I don't think Mark Hamill should be absurd off of first place. It just usurped. Yeah, whatever. I've had <laughs> You're two... correct him. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. See, there's another one that I thought was really good that I thought should be on the list. Troy Baker. Yeah. He was also the voice of Batman in the... Mm-hmm. I know him as Batman. He did the voice of he Batman in... Joker in... Sorry. I... Batman Unlimited? I think so. I'm looking it up right now. It was a cartoon, I guess. Because he did a good that. Mark Hamill impersonation. It oh, was okay. basically Mark Hamill. He was supposed to play the younger Joker... In was it Origins or whatever Arkham story. Origins? Yeah, he played Batman in Origins. Well, Batman Troy Baker. Or- I, I thought he played the. Then who did Joker in that one? I don't know. I can find out. <laughs> Pretty sure it was. That's why I left him off the list because I couldn't. I didn't know if he was Batman or Joker because he played. He did. He did. He yeah. did Joker, but let's see what I'm looking at. I got him right now, so let me see if he's. He was in Spider-Man. He was in Justice League. Troy Baker was uh, Joker in Arkham Origins. <laughs> then why did I think he was Batman? He played Batman post that, or before that in one of the other games, I think, for oh. Conroy. Yeah, but can we all agree Kevin Conroy is the best is, Batman? Yes, so yes exactly. Yes. That's why Mark Hamill is also the best Joker, because okay. I think that voice acting I mean, those in two. that series. So uh, it I, was uh, Roger Craig Smith was the voice of Batman. And Origin. Okay. He did. He was the Lego Batman voice in the video games. Okay. Troy Baker was. That's what I thought. He was also Batman in the movie Batman vs. Robin in 2015. He was also Batman in the movie Batman Assault on Arkham. That's interesting. He's probably the only person that played Batman and Joker. Yes, because we know Mark Hamill wouldn't. (laughs) But I don't think Mark Hamill could pull off a Batman. You just gotta talk like this. That's yeah, but Kevin Conroy, Conroy didn't do that, though. Oh, that's why he's good, and Christian Bale's bad. <laughs> We're not talking about the Batmans. Not yet. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just a little plug back at what he said earlier oh about Batman and Peter Hill. my favorite scare. Where are the other drugs going? What, what, what the hell was that? It was my, uh, it's my bat voice. 
What? Yeah. Are the other drugs going? Where's the other drugs? Fuck face. <laughs> Is it John, John Malkovich? Malkovich? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was Christopher Walken. <laughs> are the drugs going? Fuck face. <laughs> Where are the other drugs? <clears throat> hey, that, you might want to work with that one. <laughs> Where are the other drugs going? Really? I'm just coughing. <laughs> I know. Oliver, come pick me up. Who is this? Who is this? Who else has this line? <laughs> I wonder how Batman would sound if he said, uh, I don't even like apples. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't really like apples. I don't really like apples. <laughs> so, Bob Horn. Bob Horn joke. Greatest Bob Horn quote. I met him in high school. Yeah. And I didn't know that he was the guy that we were hanging out with at. Like, you guys were, like, talking about this mad game about this guy. I'm like, okay. I didn't recognize him from high school. I know, but then, like, after he started talking and when we were hanging out with him that day, I'm like, fuck that guy. That that guy, high school, man. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All right. All right. We got one more. Yeah, we do have one more beer. Yeah, you up for it? Yeah, we're up for it. All right, so what we have to, next episode, we have so many other beers to drink. All right, so this is a segment I kind of coined. We've been doing this a little bit. But I coined this one, go, go, goza, or no, 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 sir. Let's go. We didn't even discuss our beliefs on the top ten there. We just... Yeah, we're an hour and a half. <laughs> we don't get a chance to do that. We're, we're running long. <laughs> oh, but, okay, I agree. Mark Hamill, number one. Thank Heath, you. Heath Ledger, number two. Okay, we're good. Okay, <laughs> Cesar Romaro, cut your mustache, porno man. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so we're going to do a Goza. We have a, uh, a blueberry Goza. Oh, I'm Allison a- tried it yesterday, and she said it was fucking awful. So oh, we're in fuck. for a... <laughs> she in- doesn't even like it. We're That's in true. for a fucking ride. I like Gozas, though. <laughs> okay, here we go. Going on break. <laughs> We're back with our special beer that we have, our third beer for this episode. It is the Destille Brewery Wild Sour Series Blueberry Gose. This is our Go Go Goza. Go Go Goza. Or No 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 Sir. No Sir. Yeah. I dubbed that last week or a couple <laughs> weeks ago. It was awesome. I'm <laughs> lost, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. None of us like sours here. We hate them. Absolutely hate them. And so we've kind of taken it upon ourselves to actually try to like them. Why? Because it's a style of beer. But if you don't like them, why do it? Because it's a style of beer. Because maybe other listeners would be like, oh, cool, we're doing our, my favorite style. We have listeners? <laughs> Come, yeah. Like a few. Like ten. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm on board now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, people actually, people we have ten or more. I've listened to a episode <laughs> when you guys some? first came out, but I didn't, you know, That's follow along. Two years ago. <laughs> I know. So much better since then. I'm going to listen to these, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just to hear yourself. Just to hear myself. If think. you're going to listen to anything, listen to the music ones that we do. And they're going to be like, yeah, I'm so much better than Pale. <laughs> like, well, I need to get unlimited data, and then I'll just listen to the podcast at work. Yeah, you should get on that. All right. All right. Back to this beer. It says, our Leipzig-style Gose and blueberries are a combination destined to be together, so we've done that for you in this edition of our Gose. The blueberries <laughs> add another layer of fruity complexity to the sour ale already known for its tart, citrusy qualities while still balanced by the spicy character of coriander and a mineral mouthfeel, pale, from French sea salt. <laughs> ABV 5.2%, IBU 11 sour... 11 <laughs> sour units? No. 
Sucky sour. No. Uh, Destiel is an independent, privately owned company, and our plan is simple. To continue raising the bar whenever and wherever possible. They're going to have to probably open up a little bit more. Or raise the bar a little bit more by making sours, because it's not good. We opened our first gastropub, Destiel Restaurant and Brew Works in Normal, Illinois. It's from Illinois, though. Uh, just gonna... not any Illinois. Normal Illinois. We're going to throw some shade out there. No wonder their sours <laughs> suck. November 23rd, 2007. Twoo. 2000. Located in a standalone building at the shops at College Hills, Destel Restaurant and Brew Works offers a bold new take on traditional brew pub dining experience. Despite the Great Recession that hit soon after opening, Destel Restaurant and Brew Works became a great success, prompting us to open a second location in downtown Champagne, <laughs> Illinois, on April 20th, 2011. In that same year, we received affirmation that our brewing techniques were on the right track when we took 10 of our beers to the Great American Beer Fest in Denver, Colorado. Within 30 minutes into the event, we went from being a brand no one knew to a national level, on a national level, to one of the most talked about breweries of the year and in the years that followed. Probably the, not for this one, but... Probably the shittiest sours. How <laughs> come I've never heard of them, then? I don't know. Have you been like to it? the Great Beer Fest in Denver, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you never taken me? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have. They've got a ton. They've got, like, every fruit under the sun. Are we sniff testing now? No, Is no, that... no, we got to talk about the cans. Can first. So I'm just smelling. Because I was reading... The can looks like a Indiana Colts or Indianapolis Colts uh, style. Yeah, it does. White and blue, and then some weird font, and then all just text. all of their uh, wild sours look like that. Just change the color based on what fruits in them. So there's uh, a red one and a pink one and yellow. So I'm guessing there's like oh, raspberry, strawberry, lime, whatever. I got a pineapple pen. <laughs> oh, that's a funny video. My kids. Oh my god, it's very. It's yeah. Just, uh, Trying to make a joke with the bot can here. So is it just uh, this? I mean, that, that's no. it though. I mean, yeah, it's overwhelmingly awesome. <laughs> Underwhelmingly bad. Sure. <laughs> there's a zigzag and there's a blue and there's some words on it. The fact that they use the same can layout for every, every bottle. Every can looks the same, just different yeah. color. Good job. Good effort. <laughs> the uh, same as I'm guessing the beer or sours tastes are the same too. Yeah. Same basic thing. Change the color based on whatever fruit they throw in it. So why not do the same with the can? Right. All right. Look at the color. What do we got here? I like gummy bear juice, but it might be closer to uh, I don't know Batwoman's weave. <laughs> I was thinking Batwoman's weave. <laughs> Or the crimson bands of side talk. You do have a Joker jacket on here, but that's more that's purple. That's way purple. Yeah. purple that would have been Thanos appropriate. Uh -huh. I, mean, it's, I mean, it could be closer to Hellboy's fist, but that picture there seems very dull. Yeah, that's more from the movie than the comic. But if you look at it. Can we just, like, is there a, a real color scale instead of pictures? Nope. Nope, no. not for the... Not, these not for custom. weird off these shoots. Are ones, yeah. These are all custom because it's bullshit. <laughs> Sours are bullshit. It's like yellow to brown, or yeah, uh, we're normal. still working on that. So now it's like reds are don't really fit in. Yeah, Though an fine. Irish ale's not bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Irish ale does not fit this scheme. Irish ale is. Let me pull up this one for the Irish ale. Closer to like a twenty-seven, maybe. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Batwoman's Weave because that seems like the popular opinion here, but I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Batwoman's Weave because the episode. Yep. Oh, smell test. 
Uh, <laughs> I was smelling it while Keith was talking, and I was oh. getting a headache. I don't smell blueberry. I just smell straight Wine. water and salt. <laughs> All that sea salt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it stings the nostrils. Every issue you smell, you gotta waft it. Just trying to soak it all just in. Just go like this. <laughs> soak it in, man. Yeah, I gotta spin and you gotta open the smells. Oh man, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't want it. I don't it smells like a wine cooler that you left out for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, you're not helping. You're not helping. Anybody gonna finish this? <laughs> oh, I might. No, you are. No. Right. Not doing it. We gotta try it at least before you. Ch- I mean, yeah, we haven't tasted it, but I'm I mean, you did lose the entire month once. once. Let's quickly mm. get this over with. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, it's like a warhead. Yeah, it's <laughs> so freaking sour and tart. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> He's Mikey. He likes it. I like it. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I think the chocolate might have destroyed my palate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a good transition from that sour stout to a, like an actual sour. But this is what I was tasting in that chocolate. <laughs> so this kind of tastes like the Croyer water. Lacroix water? No. Y- uh, yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Lacroix. You know they get that seltzer water with yeah, a little bit of flavoring. Mm, the hard seltzer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a gin and tonic, but like almost no gin. <laughs> I can see that, unfortunately. I'm starting to get the blueberry taste a little bit. There's blueberry in there, but it's when just I first had this sour. I had this yesterday. Allison was drinking it. She's like, I just don't really taste the blueberry. It's just like salt water. Mm-hmm. Sour salt water. And I can see that, but I'm getting a little bit more of the blueberry than I was anticipating. Blueberry is more on the back end. Like, is this more of a let's put amaretto in it and be okay? I think mm-hmm. you're just supposed to drink it and like it. It's hard to do. You guys fail, man. How did you? <laughs> how did you get to Denver? <laughs> I mean, I know we're just four bums in a basement, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they won with this one. I think this might have been an experiment. <laughs> like, this might be okay if it was a pineapple. Yeah, pineapple would be okay sour. That would be pretty good. It was pineapple. I mean, I had a tropical gosa at one of the other local breweries. Yeah, it was Summit City. Yeah, Summit City had the tropical gosa, and it was amazing. I got made fun of by (laughs) this guy over here. Uh, Beer Advocate says it's uh, close to a four. It's a 3.95. That's a little too much. And the histogram is like between a 3.75 and a four. Ray Beer, there's 82 ratings, overall 78, the style is 70, and there's an average of 3.42 out of 5. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a hard-pressed no-no-no, sir. Mm. It's going to be tough. Like, I don't, I'm probably, I will finish it, but it's going to be probably a no for me. Uh, since this is going to be similar to... Uh, uh, our uh, strange brews. We don't want to have to rank it or anything. Yeah, I don't want to. For I've the had sake of their company. the <laughs> Wild Sour series Lindenbrook, which I gave a three back in G- July of 2015. Oh yeah, how'd that go? I gave it a three, so I'm <laughs> probably badly. How, how do you think? It <laughs> <went>? <laughs> so our options are go go go, sir. Or, or no no no, no, no sir. Yeah, I'm saying no. Well, did you read Untapped yet, Phil? 
Untapped 3.77 out of 18,000 ratings. Why? I have one friend. Why? <laughs> Why, though? I mean, is there a reason? Was it Allison who checked it in? Allison. Yeah. yeah. Gave it a two. Yeah, she didn't like it. Said, so sour, not much blueberry flavor because it's just sour and salt. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to get the blueberry. It sounds it's like barely there. Mr. Man. Gone had the Lindbrook version that I had. He gave it a five. Whoa! <laughs> Dude. For real. Chris, what are you drinking? Mr. Gone nuts for sour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder when that was. Well, I'm going to go ahead and vote so we get this over with. No, yeah. no, no, sir. No, 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 sir. Same. Ditto. No, 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 sir. Multiple no's. Multiple (laughs) no's. All right. I already said no like six times, so don't. You have to look at me. (laughs) I'm not looking at you to vote. I'm looking at you to tell us where we're going next. Yeah, what's next, dude? All right. So, yeah, Joker. Uh, I don't know anything about Joker. Favorite Joker on the spot. Go. Mark Hamill, hundred percent. Favorite Joker. Mark Hamill. Mark. Mark Hamill. Cesar Romero. <laughs> All right, let's you go. You like mustache. You mustache. <laughs> Porn loving beat. <laughs> Did you censor yourself? Because Porn loving beep or beat? Like the, the vegetable. <laughs> it's, a, it's a porn loving vegetable. It's like a hippie. Uh, <laughs> he's got him a beat instead. Slice him up and he's going to spray red all over. All right, porn loving beep. Uh, the next goes I want to try is Beat Goza. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no sir. <laughs> no, 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 sir. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is part three of our DC Ember. Next week is our last of the series. And it's going to be really close to uh, uh, Christmas. So we're going to have to squeeze some time in to get our Gotham episode going. Just a reminder, we are going on a mini break after that for a week. It's not that long. So you can go on to our old episodes you have, or you can log into Patreon and give us a dollar so you can check out our archive of episodes that are no longer available. Uh, you can go on to Threadless and you can purchase one of our t-shirts, especially the December one with the DC Ember faces. Every single head of ours has a comic book character from the episodes that we, we were just talking about. Uh, I have the Green Arrow. Uh, Joker. Joker. You have Batman, Batman. and your uh, Flash. Your Flash. Yep. So we uh, decorating that up. You can find that on Drinking Geek Out Threadless.com slash Drinking. Nope. Nope. No, it's Threadless. No, it's not. No, uh, it's, it's Patreon.com slash Drinking Geek Out. I have had alcohol, but I remember <laughs> URLs. <laughs> it should yeah computer science nerd yeah. nerd <laughs> nerd 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 <laughs> alright so it's uh, drinkinggeekout.threadless.com okay and then our patreon is patreon.com slash drinkinggeekout there you go alright so give us money please <laughs> we need it money <laughs> and I'm gonna plug myself in here now since <laughs> I don't have a t-shirt <laughs> and I'm not a part of the crew here and you guys all have cool awesome helmets on your new shirt that I don't get to wear, <laughs> you um, can wear it. You could well, wear I it. could wear it but I don't get to be on it <laughs> but it was a pleasure being on the show with you guys hopefully oh, yeah. I can make it next week um, I hope so I hope so that'd be fun um, and then we can talk Gotham but yeah if you want to you know add me to your Facebook I'm cool um, <laughs> <laughs> you got a, you got a Twitter I got a Twitter uh I think. I have to look it up. I don't remember oh, what it's called. <laughs> all right, all right. Never mind. Fuck you. All right, let's go. All right, we're going to end this. We're going to go. We have things to do. So, 
Uh, for he- for us here at the Northern Studio, drink, drink up, up and, and geek, geek out. out. And a little Excelsior. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.